Alrighty, happy day, happy day. Welcome everybody to the channel. It is Minero Mateo. I hope that you guys are doing well. Uh, I hope that you guys caught those Evergrande videos we did last week because those are becoming rather relevant. And it looks like, yes, we were ahead of the curve. Uh, I tried to warn you guys. And yes, I said it wasn't financial advice, but I think I you know, gave you guys some pretty actionable intelligence as to what you should do. Um, it looks like now things are hitting. So uh, we'll see what Beijing does this week. Um, there's a lot of speculation that they could be coming out with some uh, talk about bailing out Evergrande. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, they already said that they're not going to bail out Evergrande. That's what Chinese state media said. And so we're just going to have to watch to see what happens. But uh, I plan to continue to keep you guys ahead of the curve. That said, Pirate Chain people, welcome. Uh, people from other communities, which I've been digging into. Welcome, Xano, Conceal Network. I've been researching a little bit into that stuff. So welcome, guys. It's good to have you part of the crew. Uh, I'm in a good mood today. I'm in a great mood today. Despite everything going on in the markets, despite some of the flack, that we are getting on this channel about, uh, you know, being shills, I guess. I'm hearing more of this word. And yes, it is indicative of non-argumentation, low IQ behavior. But it is no big deal because we love these people anyways. They're our friends in crypto. Hopefully they're our friends in freedom, which, by the way, in the Monero community, it's starting to appear to me that, yes, I love the Monero community, but... Uh, you know, it turns out they could be a little culty sometimes. They could be a little culty, a little maximalisty, and there's no problem with that. I still love the Monero community and everybody in it, but, you know, I've had some people say, oh, I'm not going to watch your videos because you have a picture of Jesus like, in the side of you right here. And I was like, okay. And then I've also had people send me, uh, you know, they've been wanting me to feature some clips of theirs of uh, their art or the radio projects in my videos. And turns out their art is like really adult entertainment-y, you know? And so it's just like, dude, you guys have to understand, like, yes, we are probably a little bit more of a niche community than you would like. But yes, we are very much about Christ here. We are very much about uh, the belief that crypto by itself is not going to get the job done, assuming that the job for you is freedom and is creating a parallel or new global economic system, which is based on peer-to-peer -peer exchange and free enterprise. Um, I think that is the goal, right? Not having, you know, banks or third parties and not having governments suck the wealth and life out of you. I think that's the goal, right? Um, and I think Christ is very important for that. I think that's very integral. We'll make different videos on that, but that's part of our shtick here. But... Uh, yeah, otherwise, things are going really good on the channel. We're growing, and things are fantastic. But today, I wanted to talk about um, Monero maximalism, and I wanted to talk about crypto maximalism in general because I believe that there is a little bit of a differentiation that's happening on our channel with other channels. Now, one of the reasons why I haven't made as many Monero videos lately, and some people have pointed this out, and I appreciate that. I'm, I'm very happy about the Monero people who are part of the community. But one of the reasons is there are other people who are already doing a good job getting into the tech of that. Um, look at Monero Talk. Look at some other people who have done good work on that. Watch Monero Talk. He's talked to a lot of the experts, and he's talked to a lot of the pretty smart developers on the crypto team. And if you did not see our interview with Arctic Mine, go watch that. That's pretty key. We get into the 
uh, we get into the details of that and pretty universally liked. And I learned a lot. Uh, a lot of people learned a lot. And I think it was really good. So, yeah, it's not, it's not like we don't get into the tech, but we uh, focus a lot on the macro and we just focus generally on the Freedom Coin space because it's our belief on this channel that you need to have uh, different coins which do different th things to complement Monero in order to have the entire movement be successful. That's our position. And so I'm going to make the case as to why we should be a little bit more diverse and be a little bit more open towards other projects which want to uh, move privacy in different directions. I think that's good. I think that's really good. Um, and why it is that maximalism may not be very conducive to achieving our goals. So let me just start here by saying that different projects do different things. This is obvious. You know, you have Darrow, which is a private smart contracts platform, uh, which is something very much needed. We very much need that, especially if you look at our Unholy Alliance AI blockchain and tax video. We go into a good bit of detail on that, um, and you'll be able to find a lot of reasons as to why it's really important to have private smart contracts because the speculation is that the government is going to become a third party in these smart contracts and they're automatically going to be able to render your taxes they're going to be able to cha change the tax law which is going to have within it uh, code which is like computer code which is made interoperable smart contract platforms and maybe with public blockchains as a whole and so with that happening I mean they could literally just suck the wealth out of you and there's nothing you could do about it and I'm not saying that you should break the law or anything like that. Always disclaimer, right? But it's good to have private smart contracts because also you have a need to keep relationships and dealings that you're doing with other people private, right? I think that's pretty important. And not only that, but you have like NFT crazes, which I still don't really understand NFTs. I'm not really understanding the value proposition behind them other than for people to just kind of peacock their wealth and peacock their status. And yeah, I get that. Um, but otherwise, they're not rivalry and consumption, they're not excludable, which are two main things that you need for a resource in economics to be considered scarce and valuable, so I'm not sure what the value proposition of that is, but Darrow claims to be a platform upon which you can make private NFTs. Now, if they're private NFTs and you don't know who owns the NFTs, that even makes it more worthless to me. I'm not sure why anyone would do that, but nevertheless, that's more diversity coming into this space. Those are things that, as far as I'm concerned, Monero cannot do. So it's good to have diversity like that. Same thing with Haven, same thing with Xano. We'll be talking a little bit more about those projects. Conceal Network, you can get like 6% interest or something like that by just locking up your uh, Conceal coins or tokens or whatever they call them in cold storage. I'm very new to the project, okay? Conceal people who just came to the channel, what's up? But still new, have to learn a lot. But I think it's good to have diversity in the Freedom Coin sector. And I think it's good that there are different projects doing different things. And to say that somebody is shilling or somebody is, uh, you know, getting out of their box and you're not allowed to talk with other tribesmen and talk with people who are trying to take our market share of dominance in this particular community, right? Uh, it's not great. It's not great. And it could be, I'm just going to speculate here, it could be, that you have some other people in the space who have made quite a bit of money by just, you know, talking up a particular coin. And so maybe they don't like when people like me 
go out there to talk about other projects which are complementing the project, which you think would be bullish, but maybe they think think of it as bearish. <clears throat> and then they, you know, say that you're being a shill or something like that, right? <coughs> and that's fine. That's fine. I mean, we are here to have honest conversations about this stuff. And I haven't even promoted uh, some of these projects that I just told you about because I still need to learn more. But I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot. And it's okay to be curious. It is great to be curious, ladies and gentlemen. So that said, different projects do different things. And so why go all in on one project? Secondly, this is the second point. I believe that it is rather complicated <laughs> to learn everything that there is to know about uh, the math and the science that are behind some of these cryptocurrencies. Now, that's not to say I don't know a sufficient amount about Monero to make a good case for why it is Monero should be widely adopted and why it should be like the world reserve currency, right? I mean, as much as we branched off to talk about different things on this channel, nothing has changed. We're still Monero first. We still believe that Monero is the best cryptocurrency out there. That hasn't changed. That hasn't changed. Um, and I think that... The tech is great, and I believe that we on this channel have made a case better than just about anybody on the internet as to why you should get into Monero and why you should tell your friends about Monero and tell your business partners about Monero and everything like that. We've made a really good case. I'm not going to go through that stuff now, uh, but we've made a pretty good macro case. I'm not saying other people haven't made a decent case on the micro level, which is the technological level, which, again, I'm not a tech guy. I'm not a cryptographer. I am an accountant, okay? Uh, I stay within my sphere, and I don't pretend to know more than I do. But uh, on the macro sense, looking at geopolitics, looking at macroeconomics, looking at uh, the growth of artificial intelligence and that synchronizing with artif uh, sorry, tax and blockchain, and looking at MasterCard and all these other big globalista organizations moving into the blockchain sphere, uh, yeah, with everything going on, we've made as good a case as could possibly be made to buy Monero. But with that said, I am not a cryptographer, and I don't understand how Monero even functions on the fundamental level. Now, you may be thinking, whoa, I didn't realize this guy had no idea what he's talking That's not what I'm saying. So think of it like this. Think of it like quantum physics, right? A lot of us have read as layman into quantum physics. Like we know about quantum entanglement, which makes it so that a particular particle on this end of the universe can instantaneously communicate and act in accordance with a particle on the other end of the universe, which is, you know, mind-blowing. Uh, Einstein called it spooky action at a distance, right? Like we conceptually can understand that. But as far as the fundamentals, the math, and, you know, the phenomenology as to how that works... It's just like, what the heck is this? This is wild stuff. I'm just going to go eat pancakes, right? <laughs> Maybe I should not get into this stuff. Or pancake swap. I don't know. But like, we can understand conceptually things without understanding fundamentally how that stuff comes to be. Now, I've heard Master Monero helps people to understand uh, some of the deets of this stuff. I still have not read it. I know that's a shocker. I need to. I need to. Uh, if you have a copy, please send it to me. I'd love to read it. But... Um, Yes, yes. We can understand conceptually things without understanding the math and the complications behind it. Because to understand a lot of this stuff, you have to have like PhDs in computer science, right? And I don't. I don't have that level of expertise in technical knowledge. I'm very knowledgeable about that. But that being said, that being said, um, you know, why invest and go all in on one particular code base? Why not hedge 
that uncertainty that I have by going into some other blockchains that have some other development teams, which may know more or less than some of the other people, and which is why team is important. And, you know, of course, Monero has just like an all-star lineup of a team. And whenever, you know, another project in the Freedom Coin sector, like Haven, for example, starts working with somebody who's worked on the Monero blockchain, a lot of people get excited. A lot of people get excited. And I believe Haven has started to work with Serang. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's what I heard. I'm interviewing the Haven guy tomorrow, so we'll ask him. But, um, yeah, that's why we love Monero. And that's why Monero's again, the flag that we fly. We have the most faith in it. Uh, but that said, like, there was a bug a few months ago, right? You guys remember that? You guys remember the bug? Now, nobody thought that there would be something like that. Um, but there was. There was a little bit of a bug, which compromised a little bit on privacy. Now, you could say now, well, that's all fixed, and according to what I've heard, it is, but who knows? What if there's another one, and then another one, and then, like, I don't have the technical expertise, again, to understand if everything is all there, and even developers didn't see that coming who know infinitely more than I do. So to hedge against that risk, you know, it's not a bad idea to get in some other cryptos. It's perfectly okay. It's perfectly fine, as long as the goal remains the same. You know, that's why I like Pirate Chain. Pirate Chain is another project which aims to do the same thing that Monero does. The end goal is still the same, to have private, decentralized finance. And I'm not saying decentralized finance in the way that, you know, I'm invoking Chainlink or, you know, exchanges and trading and all that stuff. But I'm talking about, you know, peer-to-peer free market activity, which doesn't have the government involved, which doesn't have uh, evil third parties involved, which I think is the goal which I think has always been the goal for crypto until everyone started to get hyped up about the gains and stuff. Uh, but that's not changed for me, and I think that's the goal of PyroChain, which is great. That's the goal of Xano, which is great. That's the goal of a lot of these projects, and so why not support them? Like, why do we have to be culty about one particular project? It doesn't make sense to me. It does not make sense to me. So that's the second point. And then the third point, this is the last point, is that... We don't know what the future holds in regards to social stability, in regards to access to the electric grid, because consider this. Look at Europe right now. In Europe, natural gas prices are going parabolic. And some of our listeners in Europe, maybe you can attest to this, but electricity prices are going up significantly. And a lot of that is because you have crazy people in power who delusionally think, or maybe... Uh, this is intentional, maybe this plays into the whole Great Reset thing, but there is this movement to replace fossil fuels with subpar technologies which aren't up to par yet to take on the burden that fossil fuels would leave if we stopped using fossil fuels. So people want there to be wind turbines, and people want there to be solar panels, and look, I get the movement for that, uh, you know, we'll see how that works out. It's ultimately not that renewable because you stop to mine rare earths out of the ground in order to make these technologies work and to mine rare earths out of the mound, out of the ground, you need to cause a whole bunch of environmental damage. So the people who push these technologies, I don't think they quite understand what they're talking about and what it is they've gotten behind. But nevertheless, they're going to try to uh, reduce reliance on fossil fuels, which means your access to electricity in the future could be compromised. Now, that's why we talk about uranium on the channel. I think uranium is still a fantastic play. Um, I think that nuclear energy is so key going into the future. I think it's really important. But nevertheless, you do have kooky people in power 
like AOC, who's like a 25-year-old bartender who doesn't understand economics, who doesn't understand how the energy markets of the globe work, and she's playing a stake in running your civilization, right? So if, uh, you know, you lose access to electricity, how valuable is crypto? And we've talked about this in other videos, specifically our Peter Schiff, Anthony Pompliano video, uh, where we talk about how gold and silver are better stores of value and cryptocurrency is a better medium of exchange. So we, t we take sort of like a middle path on that on our channel. And that's not to appease to both audiences. That's just what we really think. I mean, when it comes to market downturns like the one we're experiencing now, and let's say that that really turns into the next Lehman. Okay, are you going to be that confident holding cryptos? Or are you going to be more confident holding a metallic rock in your hand, which is on the elemental chart, which has been money for 5,000 years? Just asking you guys, because when people get really scared, uh, when people start to really cling on to things because, you know, the winds are picking up and things are getting stormy, um, you know, how strong are those hands? How strong are those hands? Would you not rather have something in your hand physically than something you need electricity and internet access and phones and apps and wallets and everything like that to get access to, right? So that's something to consider and also consider this. Look at Lebanon. Lebanon is a failed state. They no longer have an electric grid, you know? And this is after Michael Saylor was like, yeah, Le Lebanon should adopt Bitcoin, right? Michael Saylor, what's been going on with that guy, man? I don't know if you guys follow him on Twitter, but I think he needs Jesus Christ. I think he needs to go to church. Somebody reach out to him. Somebody bring him to an Orthodox church. One of our ortho bros, come on. But uh, I think that our access to the electricity grid is a risk that you hedge against with something like gold and silver, basically said. And, you know, last point, last point, and this is probably something that's going to play into civilization going on maybe 15, 20 years from now, but you have a lot of mass migration from the third world, right? And you look at the third world, you know, they have iffy electricity problems. And you look at California, right? California is no longer like a first world state as far as I'm concerned. And, and I'm sorry if like... There's a guy blowing leaves out there. I don't know if you can hear it, but um, I think that it is problematic going into the future that we have mass migration from the third world, and the third world has problems accessing basic resources sometimes. And so third world is because of third world people, and when you import third world people into your country, that can create some instability into the future. And when you have instability, maybe you have wars that break out, conflicts that break out, that messes up power lines, that messes up... Uh, you know, supply lines and things like this, right? So you just have to think about this stuff. And when you think about all the variables involved and you say, hey, maybe I'm not going to go all in on a particular cryptocurrency or on a particular asset in general, that's not a sign of you defecting from the movement and not being real and not being the true Monero evangelist or whatever, right? That's just you saying, look, I'm going to show some humility right now and say that there's a lot of stuff that I don't know. There is a lot of variables at play. Who knows where things are going, right? Who knows where things are going? And so it's good to diversify. Like even some Monero developers that I talk to, they're diversified, which is fantastic, which is really fantastic. Man, this guy, this guy. Anyways, again, variables coming out of left field. You can't, you can't predict everything, right? You can't predict everything. Uh, but that's one of the beautiful parts about this world. That's one of the things that makes markets fun. That's one of the things that makes investing fun. You, you don't know everything, and so there is a little bit of a gamble to it. And um, 
Yeah, you don't want to be all in on something. There's a there's a there's a hubris to that. I think there's a hubris to that, in my opinion. Um, and some people they do it just to encourage them to move the movement forward that much more, which is great. I I sympathize with that, but that's just not what we do here on our channel. We here are curious. We here want to branch out. We here um, want everybody's end goal, which I think is freedom, which I think is delineage, right, or uh, delinking from this satanic global New World Order financial system. Uh, we want freedom from that, and we want to have our own economy, which is, you know, great, which is really great. So I think that's all I have to say. I think that is all I have to say. Welcome, everybody, to the channel. Our channel is really growing, and not only that, but our channel is getting that much more tight because I think people are watching our videos, and they realize, like, we're no BS here. Like, we are trying to figure out the truth to the best capacity that we can, and if it wasn't for some of y'all's comments, I wouldn't have been able to find a lot of the great content and information that I've found. Like, I'm talking with somebody like Gigabyte uh, on Telegram, and he's just blowing me up with all these mind-blowing revelations about the tech of Xano, and I'm talking with some of you guys on Discords. I love it. I absolutely love it. And when we're all trying to do the same thing, and our motives are pure and clear, which is to create a new financial system, which gives liberty and monetary access to everybody on the planet, that is great. That's the initial anarcho-capitalist apostle vision for crypto that we want to bring back and we want to re-energize and we want to realize at the end of the day. So with that being said, everybody, thanks for tuning in. It's Monero Mateo. And check us out on the social media links. Uh, so, uh, Telegram, Gab, Twitter, uh, ba, 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 and the others. I'm in the description. And also become a patron, guys. Please become a patron. There are certain benefits that you get. If you become a patron, you can ask me whatever question that you want. We'll do a video response. It's a cool way that I can get in touch with you guys, get to know you guys a little bit better, and a cool way for you to support the channel. So do that. And then, of course, donate to the addresses below. Like the video, share. I see you guys sharing those links. I see you. Thank you for doing that. Um, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Gets the word out, and it brings more people to our channel and it brings our movement that much ever more forward to victory and so yes have a great guy have a great day guys blah god bless bye bye